Peace. What's good, y'all? It's your boy Jacoby Ryan, of course. Back again for week 28. The More I Know The More I Don't podcast. Uh, 52 and 365. Uh, this week is different, man. Um, I know this is hella late. Um, but we're trying something new. And um, I got my boy, Dr. View, who's going to be involved in the podcast going forward. Um, we did our first episode this week. And uh, we just getting everything in order, you know. Um, this next week will be a lot more organized, but uh, I was going to edit and, and cut out pieces of this, um, and it's long, uh, but I decided not to, man. Uh, I just decided to uh, keep you raw and organic and just give you all uh, all the information, really. Um, and the reason being, um, there's a lot of value in it, and it's a natural conversation, you know. I just want to switch it up. Uh, I know we up to this point it's been twenty eight episodes, twenty seven episodes. Uh, they've all been under I think twenty five minutes. Uh, this one is like probably gonna be like 48, 50 minutes. Um, listen to it if you want the full thing. Skip through if you need to, whatever. Um, but I just want to change it up and, and do it something different and see how it works. Um, so uh, without further ado, enjoy. Uh, the format's a little different. We're doing the song first, and then we're doing uh, a book that I recently read and what, I, what I've been learning from it. Um, so, yeah, man, enjoy it. Check it out. Uh, and also, my boy View, uh, his headphones didn't have microphones in it, so you, he may be a little bit inaudible uh, at times, um, but it's, it's all good. It's part of the process. So uh, thank you all for listening again. For the people who are new, thank you all for tuning in. I hope this provides you value. Um, give it, thank you for giving us a chance and giving us your time. For those who are coming back uh, week after week, thank y'all, man. I hope that y'all like this new format as we develop it. I hope, even though this is kind of messy and kind of uh, uh, not polished, I still hope it provides you value um, and some insight. So um, thank y'all for listening, and check it out. One quick thing before we get started. Uh, when I introduced Dr. View in this episode, um, I say he has his master's degree. Um, it was important for me to, after I listened to that and heard that, it was important for me to go back and, and make sure y'all know uh, he has his whole PhD degree. Like, bro has his whole, his whole doctorate degree, you know, doctoral degree. Uh, I just had my bachelor's, so I don't even know how to say it. Doctoral, doctorate. Um, but I thought it was important for me to say that, and it's important for me to acknowledge that because that's a big feat, and um, it's a lot different than a master's degree, so uh, just know that. All right, so, of course... Uh, week 28, we got uh, Underdogs and Lone Wolves. Uh, and this, this week, I, 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 we're starting something different. Um, we're, we're evolving. And we're growing a little bit. Um, of course, this is week 28, episode 28, the More No Tomorrow Don't podcast. For those who tuning in for the first time, thank you. I appreciate you. Hope this provides some value for those who are returning. Uh, appreciate y'all, of course. I appreciate y'all for taking the time. I, I hope to provide value to everybody. Um, and so, of course, I've done this for about this, this 28th episode. Um, and in that time, uh, I've just been looking at ways that I can improve and, and, and get better and grow. So we've decided to, uh, and, and my boy, Dr. View, uh, came to me uh, maybe a month or so ago and was like, he suggested that maybe we do uh, an interview type thing for when I do the songs. And I thought that was a really good idea. Um, so here we are. You know what I'm saying? Uh, please welcome my boy, uh, the wondrous, the, the 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 man with the master's degree, who's been a <laughs> TED Talk speaker, ever AERA conference every year goer, um, just do it all, uh, mentorship, music, academics, uh, all that, fatherhood, husband, man, uh, brother. All that, you know what I'm saying? Sure, Welcome, my God, Dr. View. Appreciate you, you saying? Man. Appreciate you doing this, dog. Appreciate you having me, man. Some vintage kings. Word. Some kings. My God. It's chopped up. All right. Like, that's what this music is. It's about life. Straight up. Man, it's underdogs. Whoa, whoa. That's it, man. Man, that's where we at. Talk about, like, where this inspiration came from. Man, like, this is, like, for me, the maturation process over the past few years. Mm-hmm. Like, like coming to your own, like, the universe is like aligning. Right. Like, within you, and 
crazy. Thank you. It's crazy you recognize that, man. Like, I, I feel that 100%. I feel like I, I tweeted it earlier today. I was like, uh, I feel like I'm finding it. You know what I'm saying? Whatever that shit is, I just feel like I'm finding it. <laughs> but, like, with this, basically, uh, my boy Scoopies, um, man, he, uh, yes, he had uh, hit me on Instagram DM a few years ago, or maybe a year or so ago. And just shooting me like beats, you know what I'm saying? And that was decent, like wasn't my style, but I was like, yeah, I appreciate you sending them. Like, please keep sending them if, if you feel inclined. Like, if you want to, like, if you have them and you want to keep seeing if I, I'm gonna buy them from you, like, please keep. I'm not, I don't, I, I, I want that. I welcome that, you know what I'm saying? And, uh, he was like, word. So he did. And uh, he just kept sending them. And then I heard this one. And, and they, they were all crazy. It's just like I I I know my I know who I am. I don't try to do too much. I do not tell him it's not me. Um, but he, his shit was dope. Uh, but the one that I, that I fell on was this one. This was the first one. I, I fell on a few more. Um, but this is the first one. And this man, like I don't know. I guess the like you said it be kind of remind you. Or you said it be kind of remind you like Book of Eli. And I think it subconsciously had that same vibe where it was just. An opportunity where it was like almost I'm getting in the ring, I'm getting in the, like I said, like I'm getting in the rodeo. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm getting on the bull, and once them gates open, that's when the beat dropped. It's like, told me I couldn't, I said I can. You know what I'm saying? And you just riding that motherfucker, like, and it's, you just doing things that people didn't think, didn't didn't see in you. You know what I'm saying? And you seeing it in yourself. And uh, just being proud of that. And yeah, I mean, that's. That was the inspiration, bro. Just, just against the odds, chill on my shoulder, uh, burns on my back. You know what I'm saying? Really, just uh, trying to make it. Yeah, one hundred percent. I believe everybody should. And when I say lone wolf, they don't mean like. I don't be with people. That don't mean I don't have relationships with people. That don't mean I don't have friendships. I don't have communities. That just means that, like, to me, um, all my guidance, all my um, intuition, um, everything who I am, like, it, it, everything as far as my spirit, my body, it takes a lot of self-care. You know what I'm saying? And I think a lot of that comes... At, a, at the expense of spending time elsewhere um, or doing other things just to grow ourselves, you know what I'm saying? Um, and in my situation, anyways, I know I, I'm like, I don't have many people to provide for, you know what I'm saying? So I can take my time. I think that's a big thing is just uh, having that time. a difficult question to answer. Like, I was, I'm me. I used to play basketball from Lawton. I'm a big brother. I'm a son. Hip hop artist, entrepreneur. I just be trying shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Like, I don't. I'll be out. I'll be around. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know how I'll be a mystery. <laughs> I mean, so what does what does Lawton mean to you? I mean, it's always in each and every song. Uh, I, mean, I think, matter of fact, that I'm glad you followed that question up with that, cause that's what I am. You know what I'm saying, I'm like Lawton in body. You know what I'm saying, I feel like it's just a confliction of a lot of different things, and and all essentiality with that's even a word essentially uh it's aspiration you know what I'm saying and just the realization of the reality and really just trying to aspire for more you know and knowing knowing that you have to aspire for more to get more because if you don't it ain't looking good you know what I'm saying and just 
Yeah, I, th I think that's and I, and I hadn't really articulated that until this time. What is Jacoby Ryan overcome? Whether like recently or just like like in general? Man, I mean, I, a lot. Like when I was <laughs> when I was in seventh grade. Uh, so I played basketball since I was like. I can remember. You know what I'm saying? All, that's all I was about. My entire identity was basketball. And, um, like, we won city championship fifth and sixth grade, I think, and we lost the, the rest of the city championships to this other team that used to stack the best niggas in the city. We was the only ones who stayed true. You know what I'm <laughs> we, was, we was the same. That was, was, was the Russell Westbrook. Yeah, they, they, had the they had the best one. They tried to recruit me. And I was like, nah, man. So, but like, it, I just had to say I took it serious and it was really important to me and it was something that was a really part of my life, you know what I'm saying? So, we uh, won a city championship sixth grade due to my guy Isaiah Jones hitting the game winner. I fouled out, was crying and shit. After I fouled out, like, with like two minutes left, you know what I'm saying? And he, but Isaiah was clutch and the team came through. Uh, but we won city championship sixth grade and seventh grade came and I'm like, man, like, I'm not even, like, I'm not even tripping, like, because I, the school I was at was supposedly smaller than a lot of the other schools that were going to junior high. So my mom was tripping, but I was like, man, I'm, I'm cool. And I went, and I was just hella, like, content, yeah. confident. I don't even think I was arrogant at that time. Um, but I, I, I went, and I went to seventh grade, and basketball trials came. So I tried out, and I'm like, man, this is clearly, you know what I'm saying? This is clearly something that I guess five people can make it. Because they, they took away the seventh grade team that year. And it was only the eighth grade. There's only taking five seventh graders, you know what I'm saying? So the, other than that, they had a YMCA league that they started for the seventh grade. So I'm trying out. And, uh, I'm like, yeah, I, I definitely got it, you know what I'm saying? So they, they they bring the list in, and I look, and my name ain't on that bitch. And it's like, it's crazy because cliche as fuck, you know what I'm saying? It's just saying this shit. My name wasn't on that hoe. And, and, uh, so then I, I, I just... Nigga, like, I lost all composure in the moment. You know what I'm saying? I, I stormed out the fucking locker room, kicking the walls, crying, like, mad. Because, like, when I get mad, I cry, bro. And, <laughs> and I'm mad as fuck, bro. And just emotional. Just yeah. recklessly emotional. Yeah. And um, so that happened. And so I didn't make the seventh grade team, you know what I'm saying? And they ended up picking, like, it, it was just, like, favoritism type thing where it's a lot of football players made it because the coaches were the same type thing. Um and and like but like it's you know it's it was yeah so that happened and then I, I ended up playing for the YMCA league my seventh grade year which that was like every day I put on I went to practice like we practiced at six o'clock you know what I'm saying I feel like I'm I'm in seventh grade I feel like this is the time I'm practicing at three right when I get out of school I'm in the locker room with the fellas you know what I'm saying we doing locker room talk. We going out, warming up, playing ball. We see the, the, the girls' team coming in. We flirting with them while we practicing. I feel like this is what I'm out. I'm at right now. Right. We doing the YMCA, so we practicing at 6 when the janitors in there. Ain't nobody in the school. And we just in there with the with the team. And it's just like elementary school all over again. So the eighth grade year, I mean, my seventh grade year, the last game of the year, I got fouled out. Well, I didn't get fouled out, but I got a technical and got rejected. Uh, and that, that that explains how my attitude was the entire year because it was like, man, fuck what they talk about. You know what I'm saying? Like, Where was it coming from? I was rejected, and I was just discouraged, and I was um, disappointed. And I was just like, how dare you? You know what I'm saying? Have you, have you ever felt the disappointment in your music? Probably the most over the past couple of years. Why is that? Um, I just haven't felt respected. You know what I'm saying? I haven't felt, and, and, that, and that comes with being somebody who's like in a brand new city, which nobody knows me. You know what I'm saying? And, but like, that's that's one thing I realized recently is that the experience of being an artist in a brand new city where you don't know anybody that's something that not many people know about you know what I'm saying? not many people can I'm not, I'm not even saying that but not many people are aware of 
what comes with that, you know what I'm saying? And how I like to build somebody's a brand, you know what I'm saying? How to build a, a, a network and things like that. And just getting through the politics and shit and staying authentic and not kissing no ass, you know what I'm saying? And so that that experience, I noticed a lot of disrespect. Not even disrespect, but sometimes just a lack of respect. Um, but, but sometimes disrespect. And I never, like, address it. So just like I said in 25 days, like, I don't address it. I just, like, I take it, and I say, all right, so this is even more of a reason why I need to do what my vision is, you know what I'm saying? So I just kind of fuel it, and, and now I'm at a point where I see a lot of it kind of shifting. And I said that on the podcast this past week. I feel like uh, one of the, my biggest challenges moving forward as as things do manifest, uh, creator willing, um, is to like not be bitter and not be rubbing it in people's faces who did disrespect me and not letting my ego take over. Cause I can't lie, like I I, I consciously control my ego and make sure it's like subdued and and it's just corny. You know what I'm saying I don't fuck with my ego at all, but like it, it happens, and that's one situation where I probably the only one that I would say I don't know if I really would want it to be subdued. You know what I'm saying like if if Somebody who disrespected me, um, came trying to switch or something, or like came and try to like act different because they seen something happen or some like fakes. Like I just don't like being lied to, manipulated or anything like that. So I just it's just something that I don't know if I would uh, allow my ego to be subdued. I mean, I would still chill. It's just something that I'd be like, uh, nigga, you gonna know about this? Man, uh, authenticity. He's why I became a financial uh, and went into the financial industry. He's uh, why I don't want to code switch. I try to make an effort not to code switch. I feel like he just represented um, human progress in a form of authenticity. Where you come from wherever you come from and you have a vision and you, you have it in your soul, you have it in your whatever your, your purpose is, you know what I'm saying? you find it and no matter what has happened from wherever you came from like you mold yourself towards that purpose you know what I'm saying and slowly that purpose becomes you you know and it becomes it becomes bigger than you and I think he's like a, an embodiment of that where it's like he just and, and, and it was an authentic way where it wasn't about him you know what I'm saying and he was very very I feel like obvious about that and, and, it, and it's crazy because like you can't be obvious about that, mm-hmm. you know. But I feel like he did represent where it was like humility in its truest form, where it's like not humility that's forced. It's like you, you, humility itself is like a, a conundrum, or like it don't really make sense because like you can't try to be humble. You know? mm-hmm. uh, but I, I just felt like he he just represented authenticity and progress, you know. And I think the marathon concept to me changed my my life. You know what I'm saying? I just didn't look at things that way. I yeah. thought. Up to that point, I'd heard that concept before. It was just about people, old people, or teachers, or authoritarians, who were saying, "Ah, uh, think about your future," or "Ah, uh, uh, what's what's gonna happen in college, or what's gonna happen twenty years from now, or are you gonna write a twenty-year plan? What's your twenty-year plan?" Shit, and it was just like that. Don't rest with me. You know what I'm saying, but he relate said it in a way that was relative to me. And and I think a lot of people. That's why a lot a lot of reason why I was so revolutionary. Just because like I think that changed the psychology of a lot of people, where it was a lot more long term and a lot more understanding that just instant gratification ain't where it's at. And and now even when we talk about it, it's ironic that with the rise of social media, it's almost perfect. Like I mean, it is perfect. He was here at this time because I think. Him saying it's a, it's, a, it's a marathon. It's like instant gratification ain't, ain't don't have value. You know what I'm saying? I think he communicated that with that. And that came at the right time because now instant gratification is at an all time high. And although the majority isn't gonna do that, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's just how things go. Uh, and if the majority did, I don't think he would be what he was. Um, but the people who did, I think, carried the torch and, and, and carried the movement to a further. Consciousness, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. in, in our growth and our, in our progress. So you mentioned something earlier about like 
soul or purpose. So like, I know you've been reading a lot lately. Yeah. Like, is there anything that you've been reading that's kind of connecting those concepts of what he embodied or the things that you try to take the pull from him and other artists or just like being your authentic, authentic self? I like, just talked about that. Like, like what's some, what is some, some words and knowledge that you're gaining that's allowing you to become the artist that you knew you always could be? Uh, really, um, from Cole, from Crib, from Hove, from Nip, uh, the biggest takeaway is like, do your thing, like, be you. And it's and it's cliche, it's cliche, you know what I'm saying? And it's people say it all the time, but I think the intention behind it is is different when I say it's like find who you are, and that means be go go be uncomfortable. You know what I'm saying? Go into those questions that don't that, that don't make you feel good about yourself. You know what I'm saying? Go into the to the whys of the things that make you feel good, because like a lot of the things that make us feel good ain't really good for us, or the intention ain't right. You know what I'm saying? If the intention ain't right, the the, the 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 result ain't gonna be right. So, I feel like they all kind of embody that. Where it's at this point, it's just growth, authenticity. Um, those are the main things um, in, in valuing yourself. So what's next for coming around? Week twenty nine. <laughs> <laughs> Take it once at a time, huh? Mm-hmm. You become acquainted next week. Yeah, that's all we got right now, man. Let's do uh, a couple more for about hundred dollars alone. Okay. Yeah. Talk about the writing process. Um, man, it was a uh, like when I write, it's this is weird because sometimes like, it's all natural. You know I don't try to force anything because I feel like it's something that I get. I'm cha- I'm a channel for it. You know what I'm saying like I don't I don't. That's one thing that helps me keep my ego out of things. It's like it's not me that writes it. You know what I'm saying it's it's a. I get inspired. I get inspired. You know what I'm saying, so I can't control my inspiration. So I feel like that's the divine intervention. That's just channeling me to say what the consciousness needs to say to to the rest of us. You know what I'm saying, and so that's just dope. And I feel like I, I take credit for doing the inner work to manifest it and to and to be aware and to try. You know what I'm saying, just to make an effort. Uh, but like other than that. I don't take too much credit for nothing else, you know what I'm saying? Um, it's just, it's shit that I be saying, I be like, nigga, you've never thought about it like that before. Yeah, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Inspiration, man. Word. Word. And so I just be grateful, man. Um, but that's my writing process. So, like, when I when I write, sometimes it, I write three verses and a hook and a bridge and another bridge and a different bridge. In 30 minutes, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes it takes me three years. So it's just like, I just listen to the beat, and sometimes I listen to it a lot, and if I don't, if I listen to it a lot for a day, the next day it just, I can't listen to it at all, man, for two months, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes I can listen to something for like two weeks. Uh, it's just different, so it's just based on how we feel and how it speaks to myself. Huh? How long was this one? This one was like a, probably a year. I just so what are you most proud of? Like so, hearing the song, hearing the beat, and now a year later, that the song. Like what are you? What are you most proud of? That's a good question. Um, the authenticity of it, because I did write it years ago, at least a year ago, and so I don't know when it was to be honest, but I know it was at least a year ago. Um, but seeing how it still is, is dope, you know what I'm saying? Like, I still rock with it. And that's, I like maturation, talking about maturation. Like, I feel like that's one of the biggest things I've been grateful for is seeing how, like, 
now I'm making music that I know I'm gonna be proud of 30 years from now. I didn't always feel that way. I didn't always feel like I was gonna be proud of what I'm making 30 years from now. But I kept making it, you know what I'm saying? And eventually, now it's starting to happen. So that's that's dope to see in the growth. I mean, it's taking, it's taking, I mean, at least 15 years, you know what I'm saying? So, I mean, that's, that's not really dope. And then you had the sacrifice. How does, how does this song connect to the sacrifice that you had to, to, get, to, make, this, to make this song? Uh, I mean, night 10 from like not going to the club when I was in college <laughs> with the teammates, um, not, uh, or having to go to summer school, having to wake up at six in the, or five in the morning to be at work at six at a country club, um, like doing the, the 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 maintenance work on the on the grass and the greens and shit, like being out there till six, you know what I'm and doing that while going to summer school, and then like just having a job where I was a casino dealer table guy, like kind of like loader where I was just like loading niggas you know tables and supervising these events for people who had a lot of money who like really like looked at me and uh looked down on me you know what I'm saying? and wasn't ashamed about it you know what I'm saying just like I'm driving a U-Haul truck and just doing all this shit while like so it's like I'm I were I'm 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 remembering this you know what I'm saying and just kind of soaking it all in because a lot of it happened when I was doing something like that. Like, I'm at the scurving and loading stuff in for people who are throwing tables and throwing parties, and they're just like, you know, you know, how, that's just how it go. Um, but so stuff like that, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I forgot what the question was. What have you had to say? Where, so like, my dignity and things like that. Um, and like I said, like coming up in, in a place where I'm not from, having to go places I'm not com- like comfortability is the biggest thing I've had to sacrifice, and I've and now I happily sacrifice. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to be comfortable. If I if I feel comfortable, that is like that bugs me. You know what I'm saying? If I'm comfortable, it's like bro, like some wrong, you know some ain't right here because I think you have no reason to be comfortable. So are you uncomfortable? Yes, for a long time. And even like, I had Joey remix it a little bit because I was a little self-conscious about it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Joey mixed everything this year, damn near. Um, But I I was just a little self-conscious about it. Um, But I put it out and and like, that's that's the thing with this whole 5265 thing is that it's about growth and it's about just putting it out, you know what I'm saying? Let's see what works, let's see what, what, what our style is, let's see what we can make work. And um, see what he will rock with, um, see what resonates, see what we can create with, every, with all the ideas. And um, just find out, you know? It's been dope. Are you tired? It's week 28. Is you still feeling the same? Energy, excitement. You feel uh-huh. energy. <clears throat> What's changed? Yeah, uh, I'm tired. I ain't going front. <laughs> that shit. It, like I, I'm, I'm, I'm supposed to text back my uh, my guy Twan with uh, image line about the video for next week. And so yeah, like it's just. I mean, it's something that's. Every week, you know what I'm saying like I got, I'm making the cover art myself. I'm submitting it. I'm uh, working out getting the mixes. I'm working out getting the video schedule. Trying to get ahead. Trying to get a shout out to blogs. Trying to get it, um, everything like registered with the right information so we can get paid for everything the right way and everything can get like noticed the right way. Hopefully, yeah. trying to submit the playlist. I'm trying to make sure I top, I post tweets and social media and stuff about it. Um, and at the same time, like just trying to be like balanced in what I do externally, so people don't don't see me like it's all I'm doing. You know what I'm so that's important. Word. So I mean, that's that's been the the biggest thing is just like, but like it's it's suffering. That's what I call it. 
And I feel like the difference between suffering and uh, exhaustion or, or struggle is like it's, it's purposeful. You know what I'm saying? So it's not. It just come with a territory. It's not something that I'm. I'm it's torturing me. Word. Exactly. Which one? Oh, word. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Seat of the soul. My Gary Zukov. Yeah, man. I'm real good about that, man. I think that's, I think that's connected yeah. to man. everything <clears throat> that's going on this year. You know, we're involved with artists, too. We're going, this, 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 this is going to be the whole podcast episode. Oh, okay. <clears throat> uh, <clears throat> um, I do, that's why I just want to make sure I don't, I don't, I ain't got to edit it out when I start. <clears throat> uh, so, Seed of the Soul, man, um, talks about how, like, our soul is of the universe, you know what I'm saying? We have a spirit, and it's this huge, huge, incredible thing, and it has holes in it, because we don't, we're not, we're not at the higher consciousness, we're not at the complete co- level of consciousness. But we're getting there, and it says in, in the book, and mind you, I don't give myself 100% to anything, like I said in the last episode, but I got, I, uh, so the spirit, supposedly, is this incredible thing in the universe, and it has holes in it, you know what I'm saying? And the holes in it are basically the flaws or the things that need to be fixed, you know what I'm saying? It's holy, it's a holy soul, holy spirit, and it has things that needs to be, it needs to be fixed. Um, and what fixes it is the, the consciousness of the universe, you know what I'm saying? It's like, it's the consciousness of everything, you know what I'm saying? Nothing exists without this consciousness. Everything without the consciousness is, uh, is a delusion. Uh, uh, mm. So time, materials, um, space, uh, these things are illusions, you know what I'm Like, it's like the matrix, you know what I'm saying? Where it's like, we're just here to like, so basically, we're here to fix the holes that are in our souls. You know what I'm and we do this over life cycles, um, which I, nobody can articulate. Nobody can know how many we, we have. Nobody can know is what what it like. It's just something that we have holes in our souls, and we have these life life cycles to, to fix them. And we fix them in the form of a personality. So like whatever our holes in our souls are are compacted with a piece of our actual soul with our purpose. So this is all what the books suggest. It, it composes it and compacts it into a personality here on Earth, where on Earth our purpose is to carry out the agreement that we have with the universe as far as what our purpose is and what our impact is going to be in this world. And then from there, uh, the personality is like supposed to fix itself. Like that's, what, that's what the goal is. Like the things that we are irritated by, the things that bother us, the things that we struggle with, those are all clues and leads to what we're supposed to be conscious of to try to fix, you know what I'm saying? And the universe is, is, is there to, to fix it for us if we just acknowledge and be, are conscious of the fuck-ups that we are and when we do do things that aren't what we're supposed to be doing and be accountable for it, you know what I'm saying, and understand that everything is our fault in our lives. And that's that's how we get to the higher level of consciousness. And it talks about, like... Um, being accountable is how you do it. It's just it's, it's really you know, nothing more about it. And like the everything it says is in, like I grew up in a church, you know, everything is exactly aligned with what, what the Bible says. Like, and it talks about how like, like like with intentions, you know, intentions cause the result of everything. That's like when you talk about karma, that's all it is. Is like whatever your intentions are, is 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 gonna come back to you in return. You know, what I'm saying the Bible says the same thing where it says. Uh, like like the golden rule type of thing. Treat people how you want to be treated. It's gonna, like the Bible says, if you try to roll a boulder on your enemy, the boulder's going to roll back on your ass. Like, on you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, uh, like, it's the same concept where it's like, whatever your intention is, you're going to get that same energy in return. You can call it karma. You can call it Christianity. You can call it whatever you want. But these these concepts are universal. And these nobody can escape them because they exist. And the only reality that exists is the consciousness. You know what I'm saying? It's like we our intentions create everything. So whatever our choice is, it's cool. Whatever your action is, it's cool. Whatever that is, but your intention behind that is going to determine what energy you get in return. You know what I'm saying? So it's the, and that intention, of course, comes from your inner. Like you got to look inner, and it talks about how like historically, 
we haven't focused on the inner power at all. All we've been focused on is external power. And so it says, <clears throat> of course, when a lot of the, I mean, generations ago, humanity was like, this only question was like, why are we here? What, what is our purpose here? Like, that was the only reason we were trying to find out. Everybody was obsessed with that. That's how the church became, came to be in like such a place of power. And because they had the answer for that, it said the Creator. You know what I'm saying this is this is what happened. This can save. And but however, it's the, it's the Catholic Church. It was like we're the we're the connectors. You know what I'm saying so y'all come to us and we'll, we'll, we got you. So that's what the thing was. They're like all right, we're good. We're secure. We understand now. <clears throat> so humanity's whole whole thing was like, why are we here? So the church gave us that answer. So they got in power because of that. However. People who were in that power said that they were the connectors between the divine, the the consciousness, the, the creator, God, uh, and the people. You know what I'm saying where that then, of course, the papal, the, the the pope, the church, whatever you want to call them, like they they became, of course, they they be, people started to find out they weren't really living the life that they talked about. They they preached, and they found out, of course, like the church was the reason why we thought. The Earth revolved around us. You know what I'm saying the church is the reason why the universe revolved around us. They taught us that God intended the universe to revolve around us. Where of course that was proven wrong. So then the, the whole idea of this church was like it wasn't. It wasn't like as far as human consciousness historically speaking, as far as I know. You know what I'm saying it's like it wasn't. This is wrong. It was like there must be more to this. You know what I'm saying where they're just as fucked up as us. Mm-hmm. So it was like, okay, we can't, we, we, we still want to know why we're here. However, we, we don't want to be swindled by a man just coming in and saying anything he wants to to make us feel good and, and we just get fucked over again. So they thought about it and they're like, okay, this is how scientific theory came to be. It was like, okay, we have to try, we have to say what we're trying to do, experiment at it, say what happened, and find out what, what's going on. You know what I'm saying? So we can try to find out what's going on. And that's how science came to be. We're just trying to find out why we're here. And of course, in science, there is no definite answer. You know what I'm saying so you can't ever find a conclusion because that was that's the issue at this point with humanity when we're talking about it historically speaking. But now they're like, okay, we have this system of trying to find an answer, but none of the answers are definite. Nothing gives us security to know anything. So it's like, we'll, so we'll keep trying, but until we find it, let's just distract ourselves. So that's how economy came to be, where now we're starting to like create security on Earth because this is the first evolution, this is the most recent evolution of humans that, that the book suggests is the, the five senses of, of, of perception, the five, sen- the five sensory, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Where you have uh, seeing, hearing, touching, feeling, smelling. And now we have created a whole world based on those five senses that, that, that suit those five senses that are, that are appropriate for those five senses where it talks about the next consciousness uh, the next revolution is consciousness where we're aware that there are things at play that, that we can't we can't touch, see, or feel, or, or smell you know what I'm saying? and they control a lot of what we do touch, smell, see, and feel and we're, let's talk about that's what we're just coming into now so like when they talk, we go back to where we're, we're getting dis- distracted ourselves from not knowing why we're here with with buying shit on earth so we can become secure on earth and accumulating external outer power that's not really power where we're enslaving people and we're going to war for peace and we're doing all these things that that just don't fit right in the human dynamic in the system of the universe and it's all based on outer power external power and that's that's not power at all so now we're at a point where we're so distracted well, we, we, we were trying to find the answer, and we were just trying to do something else to keep us from going crazy, not knowing. However, now we forgot completely damn near about the, the, the quest of why we're here. And now that's why now you see a lot of things operating out of respect, out of reverence, which is another concept that talks about where... Um, the, the, so we have the soul and the personality, and the personality is the, the, the body, the, the human, the, the, the worldly thing, and the soul is like what you are, you know what I'm saying? The, the body is like your crash course down there, so your obstacle course. And it talks about respect is, 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 is connected to your personality, and reverence is connected to your soul, where respect is based on judgment, you know what I'm saying? Respect is not worth anything, because if you respect somebody, that's just based on what you like, what you think is, is important, what you think has power, what you think is right, you know what I'm saying? So it's, it's only based on your judgment, what respect. However, reverence is literally a value for, you, know, you can't revere one thing without revering everything. So it's like it's a value of life, period. It's a value of 
trees, the life of trees, life of animals, life of insects, life of kids, life of Muslims, life of blacks, life of Eskimos, life of everything, you know what I'm saying? And so, so with that, now we have the, the pursuit of external power historically, this pursuit of external power is operated out of the personality where they've enslaved people because they don't have reverence, because they don't have respect for all life. So they're willing to fuck you over to make a million dollars because they don't respect the fact that you need things to live yourself. You know what I'm saying? There's no reverence for that. It's only I need to be respected based on what I'm, what I'm judged on as personality. So it's based on their five senses. Like, what can I get? Because that's, that's another thing that the five senses, that the word of the five senses uh, encourages is like, scarcity it's like all that we have is what we can see touch and feel and that shit not real so it's limited you know what i'm saying so it's like it's it's like i have to take from you to get for me i have to go to war to make peace for me and then this shit makes sense you know what i'm saying because in the energy in the in the in the, the inner world in the, in the in the real reality of things is your your energy the same energy you give, the same energy you get back in return. So if you fucking somebody over, you gonna get fucked over too. And you gonna keep getting fucked over until you learn that you getting fucked over because you fucking people over. You know what I'm saying? And I think that's that, that's the crazy thing about it, but that's what with capitalism, we're looking at that now, and that's what things are, where it's just based out of personality and five senses and not consciousness and not reverence to the fact that everybody is connected. You know what I'm saying? When you fuck somebody else over, you fucking your your own self over. And we're coming into that consciousness, which is supposedly the next revolution, where now we've... So the universe says, like, when our, as our soul, like, our purpose is to fix our holes in our soul you know, as our, when we're on Earth. So as we do that, all we have to do when we notice, like, when we're on Earth, it says supposedly suggests the, uh, the, um, we for like the soul forgets about its contract that it made with the universe and its uh its purpose, you know what I'm saying? It becomes dormant inside of itself to the personality, you know what I'm saying? The personality is there to give hints to what it's what it is, to like to kind of push it to and give it give it clues and then your guidance and your teachers, which are also with higher consciousness, higher levels of consciousness that are there to help you for you to ask call on. So when you look at the Bible, asking you shall receive. You know what I'm saying? So these things happen, and it says when you ask for it, the universe compassionately, then there f- fucks you over. You mm. know so if you say, I'm, 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 I'm getting too irritated, or I, I need to be disciplined, it's gonna say, okay, great. We know you want, we, we know you have the intention of fixing this, so we're gonna help you. And I, it's like you gotta pray for this. Like you gotta like have faith and expect this is gonna happen. You can't just say and then expect it to happen. Like it's gotta be a conscious thing where you expect it to happen. And it says, okay, you want to, you have the intention of fixing this. We're going to put everything in your way that's going to make it as hard as fuck for you to make sure that you can't run from the fact that you need to get this fixed. You know what I'm saying? And it's going to do that. And it says, like, that's the, the love of the universe. And it says love is not really... How do you get it fixed? Yeah. Your, the soul, the, the holes in the soul? Mm-hmm. Intention. Like, it says, that, like, your responsibility is simply to be conscious. Because it talks about temptation. So temptations, they say, is a dress rehearsal for karmic energy. Karmic energy is what keeps us from getting to the higher level of, of consciousness or what gets us to the higher level of consciousness. But if it's good, it allows us to keep growing and evolving to the next level of consciousness. And it says the highest level of consciousness is Jesus, you know what I'm saying? It says the highest, pe- people who have the highest level of consciousness are who the religions are named after, where they've walked the earth being connected. But, they, but Jesus is the, the main thing that this book talks about. And it says like him walking on water, it's him being connected and being so in tune. But as far as fixing it, it says, all your, your role is being conscious. So temptation is the dress rehearsal of karmic energy. So it's saying that before, so if you're conscious, if you, if you mess up and you say, oh, it wasn't my fault, it's your fault, and, not, and don't take accountability for it, you're not being conscious of what's going on. You're not being conscious of the energy that you're giving off. So now you're facing karmic energy because you're not being accountable. So now you're going to get that same energy faced back in return to you, and you're going to have to pay for that. Now, if you're conscious of that fuck up, you say, man, I, I fucked up, and you're accountable for it, and you say, you, you literally say to the universe, in your mind, well, how do you want to say it? I'm fucking up. Like, I need to fix this. Help me fix this. You know what I'm saying? Have, whatever you want to say, like, in your, in your language. And if you have the intention to, it's going to do every, it's going to provide everything in your world, its purpose is going to be to fix that. It's going to bring it to the surface level to fix that. You know what I'm saying? And then it's your conscious intention to then continue to try, you know what I'm saying? Just continue to be conscious of it. And it's the, the more that you, because it's going to challenge you 
over and over again. The more that you, if you fight it once, it's gonna be a little bit easier next time. You may fuck up that time, but the next time, okay, let me try again. It just you just keep building to that, and then you everybody gets it says everybody gets to the next level of consciousness. Everybody gets to the last level of consciousness. It's just depending on their willingness to be conscious of what's going on when they're on Earth. Because some people will spend a whole lifetime not being conscious of anything because they love the status that they're in. They love that they're a rich person. They're greedy. So now they, they have this life. And it also suggests that, uh, like, if you're greedy in lifetime and you have all this money and you die and you're supposed to go back to your soul and repair everything, go to your reports to, to, the, to the consciousness and to the, um, the, uh, the guidance you have to get to the next level, and you find out what happened, what's going on, people who are greedy who have a lot of money who love their status on earth they don't want to leave that they don't want to go back to their soul because they're so attached to their personality and what they had on earth and that's how like bad spirits and demons start and, and, and things like that where it's like now they, they're just so caught up in this world that's not real that these are these are these bad energies you these negative energies of uh, people who are just attached to the personality and that's also how they said like mental issues start depression anxiety the more that we the more that we get to our personality, into the worldly desires that we have, into the perceptions that we have, our inauthentic desires, they say, and the, the farther we get from our authentic desires and our soul, you know what I'm saying? The closer that we get to our soul, the more of a remedy everything is. And they say that's why, like, like authentic needs that we have is, is creating and expressing ourselves. It's, um, it's uh, uh, loving. It's having love, you know what I'm saying? Those are, like, some of the few authentic needs where the inauthentic needs are um, needing to, to have money, you know what I'm needing to uh, get power, needing to get respect, needing to uh, have, have a, a, a wedding or, or have kids at a certain time, or whatever, whatever the external power you see here to become a president, you know what I'm saying? It's like those intentions manifest. Um, so the authentic needs are different than the inauthentic needs, and, and that's all connected to the soul and the personality. And that's just how everything fixes itself. Where like it's based on your intention, where you you control it. The temptation dynamic back to that, I got away from that shit. There's like so much in this, bro. And, uh, word for sure. Oprah and my Angelou co-signed. That's why I, I got onto it. Um, like he was on Oprah like 60 times. The, the author of it. She had it as a guest, uh, but. The, with, the, with the temptation of karmic energy, so the karmic energy is what you face when you're not conscious of things. So like you're continuing to face life, life cycles, facing the same issues to fix the same flaws you have because you're not conscious of you, ref, you refuse to be conscious of the fact that you're creating this yourself. So it continues, and it, and it continues and gets worse until it forces you to look and be like, the only way I can fix this is if I fix myself. You know what I'm saying? And it may take lifetimes for that. Uh, but that's what happens. And then with temptation, that's from the soul, and that's from your conscious. And that's when, like, you're faced with those things. And when you do mess up and you do have that energy where you don't do what you're supposed to do, you're conscious of it. It's like, okay, you're not getting the karmic energy, but you're, you're, you're getting, a, like, a practice run where it's like, yo, you, you need to fix this. You know what I'm saying? You're being conscious of it, so we understand you're trying to fix it, but you need to get this right. You know what I'm saying? And that's when everything starts getting harder and harder and harder because you ask for it because you're conscious of the fact that you're doing it yourself. And you just keep trying and trying and trying. And that's your intention, you know what I'm saying? As long as your intention is to keep keep getting better. Right. Um, yeah, I, I thought that was interesting when they said temptation was the dress rehearsal for, for karmic energy, you know what I'm saying? Because, like, that's, that's a crazy way of putting it, you know what I'm saying? And it's just, like, they say Lucifer. Like they say Lucifer is, the, the word Lucifer means light bringer. I never knew that, you know what I'm saying? And they say, like, the, a, lot, a lot of that is because the negative energy we receive is all, the purpose of it is to make us better, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, it's negative as fuck, it's evil as fuck, it's shit that like, we shouldn't have to face sometimes, but it's all, the purpose of it is for us to, 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 to fix ourselves, to get better, and to, to improve. And it's just really interesting just seeing how everything connects. Cause, I mean, he talks about the science, um, spirituality, um, and it all connects to religion when he talks about Jesus and things like that, where it's like that's the manifestation. And it talks about as also like, so the soul is the manifest, the, the personality is the manifestation of the soul, just like uh, uh, the reality is like when I say something and that becomes reality, that's the same concept. Or when like energy turns into matter, you know what I'm saying? It's the same concept where it's like, exactly. And then the, the karma is like the theory of, uh, of uh, I think it's the second or third law, where it says uh, for every action there's a reaction. 
It's like you can call it what you want to call it. You know what I'm saying? It's just the concept. And that's one thing I learned also is that it's about concepts, not about labels. You know what I'm saying? Most of these things. It's more about like what does this mean? Why is this why is this why it is? And you know, why is this what it is? And I think when we look at those things, we can call compartmentalize a lot better into things that we should and shouldn't do. So, so, yeah, man. Man, I appreciate you doing this. So this was like the first time we did this, and I like I, I plan on doing just the, the song portion, but this turned into the whole the whole episode, and I'm yeah. glad it did. Because yeah. I, I I think there's like like the Think We Go Rich. I read that a few years ago. That's one of my favorite books, and it talks about mastermind concept, where it's like when two or more minds get together, there's like a, a mastermind consciousness to it. It becomes possible that it's not possible with one mind alone. You know what I'm saying, I think that's true. I think like yeah, we we, we feel that every time we link up. Word, you know what I'm saying? Word up. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. I enjoyed Thanks for being here. You got anything you want to say? You got any plugs? Tired and grateful myself, man. It's, it's definitely you. You can feel the energy. Yeah. That was that thing the book talked about was like the, the best conversations are when like this. Now this is what Celestine Property talked about. This is a book that Jay. We talk about this next time. Yeah. Jay Z recommended Celestine Property where he talked about a concept where like when you have a conversation and like the energy, like you just feel the energy. Like when it's your turn to talk, like yeah. you know, like you have something to contribute. Like when you have the consciousness of the conversation. You feel it, and everybody in the conversation feels it. So like they'll wait on you to talk, yeah. and then like when you're talking, when you feel like you don't have much left to give to the conversation, you feel that in your energy, and you're like, okay, it's time for me to stop talking, and just naturally the next person feels the energy, and it just gets passed around. I think that happens a lot. You know what I'm saying? Word. Hell yeah. Word. One hundred. Thanks for doing this, though, bro. Yeah, man. Thank y'all for listening. Uh, again, this is week 28, episode number 28. The more I know, the more I don't podcast. Thank y'all for listening. Uh, make sure y'all go out and listen to the under, Underdogs and Lone Wolves. Uh, we got uh, 5265.com, JacobiRyan.com, slash underdogs. Uh, again, thank y'all. I appreciate y'all. Um, yeah, we out. Peace. Uh,